Hello, this is Brother Ed, or Where in the World is Brother Ed? This podcast is quite vast in many of its topics, but one of the topics that I would like to talk about today is what I do as a Franciscan friar. I am involved with the chaplaincy for the Joliet Fire Department. I have been chaplain for the last 27 years throughout the Midwest, basically. My first year was in Joliet, 1994, and then was transferred to New Orleans from there till 2001. And then after that, San Francisco for a year, 13 years in Quincy, Illinois, and now I'm back in Joliet, Illinois, as fire department chaplain. This podcast is something very new for me, but I think it will become a very interesting tool to help me also and others uh, who may be having uh, a difficulty uh, coping with a particular situation in the fire service as I said, this is a several topics will be uh, discussed, but right now I'd like to discuss uh, the fire department chaplaincy. We all remember 9-11, and I was there six months after that horrific disaster that took place here uh, in the United States. Uh, I was uh, sent there by the New Orleans Fire Department to be their representative to help with the uh, cleanup and also to be able to be there uh, for the firefighters uh, in the event they needed to talk to somebody, period. That's that's how I I was uh, seeing myself as a chaplain, a minister of presence. And I can assure you that was truly the turning point for me that I knew that God in his uh, infinite love sent me there for a purpose. And the purpose was to just be, just to be present to these men and women who had lost 343 of their members on that horrific day, 9-11, and to help them cope with their pain. Today uh, is... August 22nd, 2019. Many of them are still suffering from that painful experience. And so as we draw closer to September 11th, I would like to ask people to take the time and to think about, first of all, where were you when it happened? And what was your reaction? How did you help in your own way? Many people helped by praying. Many people helped by going down to the nearest firehouse and to help be with them as they were trying to cope with the loss of so many. Everybody in this country felt the sadness, felt the hurt inside. I remember... I was sitting that morning 
uh, at the breakfast table and we're watching TV, another friar and I. And I looked at the news and I wasn't sure what was going on. I, I thought for a moment it was uh, a trailer for a new movie that was coming out. And then I slowly realized, oh, wait a minute, this is this is the real thing. This is happening. And then all of a sudden, there was a picture of Father Michael Judge, who I never met, had no idea who he was until that very day. And I said to the friar that I was living with, Father Ralph, I said, look, it's one of ours. It's one of ours. We lost him. And uh, immediately, uh, I called New York to find out uh, what I could do to help. And I was uh, put in contact with Father Chris, who took Father Michael's place immediately. And um, from that point on, I, 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 I called and he said, why, why don't you come six months from now? Because that's when we're really going to need your help. Uh, it's, it's, and it's true. Uh, usually... Uh, and you and you all know it for those of you who have lost people in in your life when uh, we lose somebody there's lots of people around those first two or three days and then eventually people just start to drift away and they start to get involved with their own life and their own uh, work and their own jobs and and, the, and and their whole world just you know is revolving around themselves and they forget about you and it's really around six months when you really sit down and you realize, you know what? Uh, none of these people who I loved, they're, they're, not, they're not ever going to come back. And so we thought that six months would be a good time for me to come out. And so I did. And I spent uh, usually the night hours, the quieter hours. Uh, the firefighters uh, did three shifts. Every eight hours they were changing shifts. And uh, Father Chris and I, we did the evening shifts uh, to be there uh, when it was more quieter, uh, more reflective, uh, to sit and talk with people and, and to help them process what was going on in their, their hearts, in their minds, in their thoughts, and to help them understand that many times they thought they were going crazy and because of their thoughts that they were, they were going through, that they didn't realize that everybody else was also going through the same thoughts. Uh, so what I, again, getting back to the original question, you know, where were you? What were you doing on that day? I would like you to think about that uh, these next uh, few days. And as we draw closer to 9-11, I'm sure we're going to have a number of um, uh, reflections that I would like to share on the podcast uh, so that we can, uh, again, uh, call up in our own hearts, in our own thoughts, in our own minds, uh, prayers that we would like to extend and continue to extend to the brothers and the sisters of the New York Fire Department as they continue to grieve the loss of so many. So uh, in the meantime, this is Brother Ed for Where in the World is Brother Ed? And I hope that you enjoyed this first podcast that uh, I thought I would try and see how it works and how it's going to react to other people. I really believe that I think I finally have something going here. So 
Until then, God be with you. Peace and all good. Have a wonderful day wherever you may be. Peace and love. Hello, this is Brother Ed, or Where in the World is Brother Ed? This podcast is quite vast in many of its topics, but one of the topics that I would like to talk about today is what I do as a Franciscan friar. I am involved with the chaplaincy for the Joliet Fire Department. I have been chaplain for the last 27 years throughout the Midwest, basically. My first year was in Joliet, 1994, and then was transferred to New Orleans from there till 2001. And then after that, San Francisco for a year, 13 years in Quincy, Illinois. And now I'm back in Joliet, Illinois, as fire department chaplain. This podcast is something very new for me, but I think it will become a very interesting tool to help me also and others uh, who may be having uh, a difficulty uh, coping with a particular situation in the fire service as I said, this is a several topics will be uh, discussed, but right now I'd like to discuss uh, the fire department chaplaincy. We all remember 9-11, and I was there six months after that horrific disaster that took place here uh, in the United States. Uh, I was uh, sent there by the New Orleans Fire Department to be their representative to help with the uh, cleanup and also to be able to be there uh, for the firefighters uh, in the event they needed to talk to somebody, period. That's that's how I I was uh, seeing myself as a chaplain, a minister of presence. And I can assure you that was truly the turning point for me that I knew that God in his uh, infinite love sent me there for a purpose. And the purpose was to just be, just to be present to these men and women who had lost 343 of their members on that horrific day, 9-11, and to help them cope with their pain. Today uh, is... August 22nd, 2019. Many of them are still suffering from that painful experience. And so as we draw closer to September 11th, I would like to ask people to take the time and to think about, first of all, where were you when it happened? And what was your reaction? How did you help in your own way? Many people helped by praying. Many people helped by going down to the nearest firehouse and to help be with them 
as they were trying to cope with the loss of so many. Everybody in this country felt the sadness, felt the hurt inside. I remember I was sitting that morning uh, at the breakfast table and we're watching TV, another friar and I, and I looked at the news and I wasn't sure what was going on. I, I thought for a moment it was a, a trailer for a new movie that was coming out. And then I slowly realized, oh, wait a minute, this is, this is the real thing. This is happening. And then all of a sudden, there was a picture of Father Michael Judge, who I never met, had no idea who he was until that very day. And I said to the friar that I was living with, Father Ralph, I said, look, it's one of ours. It's one of ours. We lost him. And uh, immediately uh, I called New York to find out uh, what I could do to help. And I was uh, put in contact with Father Chris, who took Father Michael's place immediately. And um, from that point on, I, 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 I called and he said, why, why don't you come six months from now? Because that's when we're really going to need your help. Uh, it's, it's, and it's true. Uh, usually... Uh, and you and you all know it for those of you who have lost people in in your life when uh, we lose somebody there's lots of people around those first two or three days and then eventually people just start to drift away and they start to get involved with their own life and their own uh, work and their own jobs and and, the, and and their whole world just you know is revolving around themselves and they forget about you and it's really around six months when you really sit down and you realize, you know what? Uh, none of these people who I loved, they're, they're, not, they're not ever going to come back. And so we thought that six months would be a good time for me to come out. And so I did. And I spent uh, usually the night hours, the quieter hours. Uh, the firefighters uh, did three shifts. Every eight hours they were changing shifts. And uh, Father Chris and I, we did the evening shifts uh, to be there uh, when it was more quieter, uh, more reflective, uh, to sit and talk with people and, and to help them process what was going on in their, their hearts, in their minds, in their thoughts, and to help them understand that many times they thought they were going crazy and because of their thoughts that they were, they were going through, that they didn't realize that everybody else was also going through the same thoughts. Uh, so what I, again, getting back to the original question, you know, where were you? What were you doing on that day? I would like you to think about that uh, these next uh, few days. And as we draw closer to 9-11, I'm sure we're going to have a number of um, uh, reflections that I would like to share on the podcast uh, so that we can, uh, again, uh, call up in our own hearts, in our own thoughts, in our own minds, uh, prayers that we would like to extend and continue to extend to the brothers and the sisters of the New York Fire Department as they continue to grieve the loss of so many. So uh, in the meantime, this is Brother Ed for Where in the World is Brother Ed? 
And I hope that you enjoyed this first podcast that uh, I thought I would try and see how it works and how it's going to react to other people. I really believe that I think I finally have something going here. So until then, God be with you. Peace and all good. Have a wonderful day wherever you may be. Peace and love. Hello, this is Brother Ed, or Where in the World is Brother Ed? This podcast is quite vast in many of its topics, but one of the topics that I would like to talk about today is what I do as a Franciscan friar. I am involved with the chaplaincy for the Joliet Fire Department. I have been chaplain for the last 27 years throughout the Midwest, basically. My first year was in Joliet, 1994, and then was transferred to New Orleans from there till 2001. And then after that, San Francisco for a year, 13 years in Quincy, Illinois, and now I'm back in Joliet, Illinois, as fire department chaplain. This podcast is something very new for me, but I think it will become a very interesting tool to help me also and others uh, who may be having uh, a difficulty uh, coping with a particular situation in the fire service as I said, this is a several topics will be uh, discussed, but right now I'd like to discuss uh, the fire department chaplaincy. We all remember 9-11, and I was there six months after that horrific disaster that took place here uh, in the United States. Uh, I was uh, sent there by the New Orleans Fire Department to be their representative to help with the uh, cleanup and also to be able to be there uh, for the firefighters uh, in the event they needed to talk to somebody, period. That's, that's how I, I was uh, seeing myself as a chaplain, a minister of presence. And I can assure you that was truly the turning point for me that I knew that God in his uh, infinite love sent me there for a purpose. And the purpose was to just be, just to be present to these men and women who had lost 343 of their members on that horrific day, 9-11, and to help them cope with their pain. Today uh, is... August 22nd, 2019. Many of them are still suffering from that painful experience. And so as we draw closer to September 11th, I would like to ask people to take the time and to think about, you know, first of all, where were you when it happened? 
And what was your reaction? How did you help in your own way? Many people helped by praying. Many people helped by going down to the nearest firehouse and to help be with them as they were trying to cope with the loss of so many. Everybody in this country felt the sadness, felt the hurt inside. I remember I was sitting that morning uh, at the breakfast table and we're watching TV, another friar and I, and I looked at the news and I wasn't sure what was going on. I, I thought for a moment it was a, a trailer for a new movie that was coming out. And then I slowly realized, oh, wait a minute, this is, this is the real thing. This is happening. And then all of a sudden, there was a picture of Father Michael Judge, who I never met, had no idea who he was until that very day. And I said to the friar that I was living with, Father Ralph, I said, look, it's one of ours. It's one of ours. We lost him. And uh, immediately uh, I called New York to find out uh, what I could do to help. And I was uh, put in contact with Father Chris, who took Father Michael's place immediately. And um, from that point on, I, 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 I called and he said, why, why don't you come six months from now? Because that's when we're really going to need your help. Uh, it's, it's, and it's true. Uh, usually... Uh, and you and you all know it for those of you who have lost people in in your life when uh, we lose somebody there's lots of people around those first two or three days and then eventually people just start to drift away and they start to get involved with their own life and their own uh, work and their own jobs and and, the, and and their whole world just you know is revolving around themselves and they forget about you and it's really around six months when you really sit down and you realize, you know what? Uh, none of these people who I loved, they're, they're, not, they're not ever going to come back. And so we thought that six months would be a good time for me to come out. And so I did. And I spent uh, usually the night hours, the quieter hours. Uh, the firefighters uh, did three shifts. Every eight hours they were changing shifts. And uh, Father Chris and I, we did the evening shifts uh, to be there uh, when it was more quieter, uh, more reflective, uh, to sit and talk with people and, and to help them process what was going on in their, their hearts, in their minds, in their thoughts, and to help them understand that many times they thought they were going crazy and because of their thoughts that they were, they were going through, that they didn't realize that everybody else was also going through the same thoughts. Uh, so what I, again, getting back to the original question, you know, where were you? What were you doing on that day? I would like you to think about that uh, these next uh, few days. And as we draw closer to 9-11, I'm sure we're going to have a number of um, uh, reflections that I would like to share on the podcast uh, so that we can, uh, again, uh, call up in our own hearts, in our own thoughts, in our own minds, uh, prayers that we would like to extend and continue to extend 
to the brothers and the sisters of the New York Fire Department as they continue to grieve the loss of so many. So uh, in the meantime, this is Brother Ed for Where in the World is Brother Ed? And I hope that you enjoyed this first podcast that uh, I thought I would try and see how it works and how it's going to react to other people. I really believe that I think I finally have something going here. So until then, God be with you. Peace and all good. Have a wonderful day wherever you may be. Peace and love.